It's your girl Titi from the D Stop and Bond this Mindful Monday to remind you that we are super excited every time that you choose to log in because it's an act. It's an act of service that you're doing when you actually take your fingers and you log into www.anchor.fm forward slash TT from the D. That means that you are actually taking the time out of your afternoon, evening, morning. Because the beautiful thing about pre-recorded shows is that you can actually do it when you're able to. However, when you actually log on, it makes a difference. Not only does it help my ratings, but it also helps you be informed. It's my job and my duty and my honor to bring to you information on a daily basis, but every Monday, whether it's the second and fourth or the third and third, the first and third, I'm bringing some information. And in, unlike today, today is not Marriage Monday, it's Mindful Monday. And I couldn't think of a better hot topic than Child Cancer National Awareness. Were you aware that September is Child Cancer National Awareness Month? Now, I wasn't. I have to be honest, I wasn't. And as I started seeing this through social media, I thought, wow, I didn't know that. So if I didn't know that, there's thousands of many other people that are not aware. But in light of the topic, let me share a fun fact. Did you know that the international awareness symbol for child cancer is the gold ribbon? Unlike other cancer awareness ribbons like pink, which we know stands for breast cancer awareness and things like that. The gold ribbon focuses on cancer that affects children and adolescents. Now, tonight we're going to talk about a few topics, you know, uh, not topics, but uh, forms of cancer that affect children and adolescents as we know them. And I'm also going to give you some information, um, a toll free number where you can reach out to American Cancer Society, which is a 24 hotline, and you can get information and things like that. Now, let's talk about the different types of cancers that affect our children. At the top of the list is leukemia. Leukemia, which are cancers of the bone marrow and blood, are the most common childhood cancers. They account for about 28%, according to data. They account for about 28% of all cancer in children, and I found that through the American Cancer Society page. You can go and check it out for yourself. You don't have to believe me and take me for my word, but you can go and look for it for yourself. There are different types of leukemias. There are two that I would like to touch on. One I can't pronounce. I'm not really uh, fluid on the pronunciation, but I'm going to spell that one. But the one that I I am familiar with and I can is the lymphatic leukemia and the acute myeloid leukemia, which stands for AML. That's the acronyms AML. These leukemias can cause bone and joint pain, fatigue, weakness, pale skin, bleeding or bruising, fever, weight loss, and other symptoms. Acute acute leukemias can grow quickly, so they need to be treated typically with chemotherapy, which we know can be very painful for adults, so you can only imagine what that does to a child's body, but they need to be treated as soon as they're discovered so that they can have a fighting chance. Another form of cancer that affects children and adolescents is brain and spinal cord tumors. I was really shocked to know that they make up 26% of children cancers. That's just 2% lower than leukemia. And those, the brain and spinal cord tumors, they can cause headaches, nausea, vomiting, blurred or double vision, dizziness, seizures, trouble walking or handling objects, and other symptoms. 
spinal cord tumors are less common than brain tumors in both children and adults. Now, I was like, wow, that's totally different. And I had no idea. You also have neuroblastoma, which starts early forms of nerve cell damage in the developing embryo or the fetus. So this takes place before the child is even born, as the child is forming. I believe that's probably why they like to, you know, depending on the age bracket of the parent, the mother, um, they tend to want to run tests and try to, you know, determine if they see anything going on because of things like this that could be forming. And it says, according to the American Cancer Society, that it's about 6% of childhood cancers are started and formed within the womb. This type of cancer develops in infants and young children as well. It is rare in children older than 10 though. And the tumor can start anywhere, but it usually starts in the belly, the abdomen, where it is noticed as swelling. It can also cause other symptoms like bone pain and fever. And I thought to myself, wow. Sometimes you may have noticed little kids with cancer and their bellies are very swollen. It could very well be to this form of cancer. Then you also have Wilms tumor, W-I-L-M-S, for those of you that want to Google or look it up. Wilms tumor, also called nephroblastoma, starts in one or rarely both kidneys. It is often led and found in children around three to four years old, and it's uncommon older children and adults. It can show up as swelling or a lump in the belly. Sometimes the child might have other symptoms like fever, pain, nausea, or poor appetites. Wilm tumors account for about 5% of childhood cancers. That's a very low rate, but it still is a part of the ratio. Now, lymphoma, including both Hodgkin's, Hodgkin's and not Hodgkin's, Hodgkin's, I should say, Hodgkin's, lymphoma start in the immune system cells. These cancers most often start in lymph nodes or noids, we would say, or in the lymph tissue, like the, the tonsils or the thymes. They also can affect the bone marrow and other organs. Symptoms depend on where the cancer starts and can include in weight loss, fever, sweats, tiredness, fatigue, and lumps, swollen lipnoids, under the skin, in the neck, armpits, or growing. The two main types of lymphoma are Hodgkin's lymphoma, sometimes called Hodgkin's disease, and non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Both types occur in children and adults. We typically talk about it and hear more about it when we deal with adults, but they actually do affect our children. Then there's another one, retinoblastoma. It's a cancer, and I hope I'm pronouncing it right, of the eye. It accounts for about 2% of children cancers. It usually occurs in children around the age of two, and is seldom found in children older than six. Retinoblastoma also is usually found um, because a parent or a doctor notices a child's eyes look unusual. Normally when you shine a light in the child's eye or taking a flash picture, the pupil, the dark spot in the center of the eye looks red because of the blood in the vessel in the back of the eye. In an eye with retinoblastoma, the pupil often looks white or pink. Then you also, we know we are very aware of bone cancer, including osteosarcoma and Ewing sarcoma. 
cancers that start in the bone, primarily bone cancers, often occur most often in children older and teens. But they can develop at any age. And they make up about 3% of childhood cancers. Two types of cancer bone cancers occur in children is the osteosarcoma and the Ewing. The Ewing, I should say Ewing, like Patrick Ewing, Ewing uh, sarcoma. And with the Ewing sarcoma, it's a less common type of bone cancer, but it's often found in children, teens, and it starts in the pelvic, hip, bones, the chest wall, such as the ribs or shoulder blades. And it could also be found in the middle of the leg bone. And those symptoms can also include bone pain and swelling. And this is just a, these are just a few, ladies and gentlemen, just a few. And I was really, really shocked to learn about these few, let alone just the ones that we, we know about. And it just goes to show you how in, uninformed we are. We go around every single day dealing with children and we might see children that are, you know, uh, dealing with cancer and things of that nature. And we, we might just say, oh, they might have a bone cancer or leukemia because we're familiar and it just really really made me sad when I started to do a little bit more research because I said wow we're not really aware you know October you know and if I sound ignorant it's because I was ignorant you know um you have people trying to bring awareness but it's not prevalent to some people and I'm not saying we don't care we don't know and when we don't know we really can't care because we don't know I wanted to bring to your attention and you can find this I'm sure through St. Jude's but National St. Jude's walk and run virtual events are planned to celebrate childhood cancer awareness to raise support to raise awareness to raise money for research in Memphis, Tennessee, they are working on stepping outside of the box to support September 25th, the walk and run fundraiser for St. Jude's Children Research Hospital. And it's virtual. Participants with the option to use the mobile app, you can use that through the Apple app as well as Google Play. It's just another method to raise awareness and monies. Back in 2012, I don't know if you guys remember, President Obama proclaimed September as National Childhood Cancer Awareness Month to bring awareness to pediatric cancer, which remains the leading cause of death by diseases for children under the age of 14. Just breathe on that for a moment. children under the age of 14 we're affected by this ladies and gentlemen every single day I know you're you know we always hear commercials in St. Jude's but do you know what they really do St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital is the leading way the world understands and treats and defeats childhood cancer we learn 
from commercials and information that we find through St. Jude's, people that support and sponsor events for St. Jude's. It's the only National Cancer Institute designated, comprehensive, devoted solely to children only. They only deal with children. Did you know that treatments invented at St. Jude's have developed and helped develop 20% to 80% of the research that we know about in today's time? And they've been open for over 50 years. St. Jude said they won't stop until no child dies from cancer. St. Jude's freely shares their discoveries every single day. That means their doctors and their scientists are working day after day, hour after hour, every single day, 365 days a year to help families with travel, housing, food, to pay bills because no family needs to worry about how they're going to take care of not only that child that's sick and stricken with cancer, but the other children that they have to leave behind. When you have children that are blessed to be able to get these services, half the times parents have to pick up and go when their child has the, the, the need for it and there's room and they make room. It takes me back over to that 800 number that I wanted to share with you for American Cancer Society. It's a 24 hour hotline where you can get information and they'll help you find information with lodging, treatment and transportation. That number is 1-800-227-2345. You also can go to the Cancer Survivor Network if you want to help children and families that are surviving. They still need support mentally, emotionally, spiritually, worldly, financially. You can log on to their website at csn.cancer.org. C is in Charlie, S is in Sam, N is in Nancy.cancer.org for more information on how you can be involved. Remember, the gold ribbon represents children's cancer for the month of September. It's dedicated to it. Take a moment out of your day and be thankful. If you have a child that has no signs, no illnesses of cancer, you are super, super blessed. And if you have a child that's battling and dealing with cancer, guess what? You are super, super blessed because people like myself are concerned. When we're informed, people like myself take the time and the moment to help others become informed because when you know better, you do better. Please don't judge people by what they know and what they don't know. We're learning every single day. And I found fruit in this wisdom that I'm sharing. I'm hoping that you will take something that I have said today and share it with someone else. I'd also like you to know that there are companies and organizations out there that actually help with finances, wigs for children, to help make a difference every bit of information that we learn it is our duty it is our job it's our responsibility to share with others I don't know a whole lot but what I did learn I brought forth add on to what I know share what I just shared with you pay it forward help make a difference help bring awareness 
There's not enough information out there. We cannot oversaturate our social media pages or just sharing this information from time to time. If this is our moment, our season to shed the light for these babies, for these children, then let's do that. Let's do our part. Let's be a part of something great. That's sharing insight, sharing wisdom, sharing knowledge, and sharing love. Let's pray for our young people, our children that are stricken with cancer, that are battling every single day. Think about those children that are in hospitals that don't get to go home. Think about those parents that have to leave life as they know it to go and be by their children's sides. There is no place they need to be better than by the children's side. But what about those parents that do have to leave their children's side from time to time to go and work? There are people in place to help nurture, pour into, and love on that child. But there's nothing like mom and dad by your side. Won't you help make a difference in whatever means you can, whatever way you can? Be a light. Share what you know. And if you don't know, share what you learn. Help make a difference. Each one reach one so we can teach one. This is your girl TT from the D. And remember, September is dedicated to Child Cancer National Awareness Month. Share this information with someone who can help make a difference by starting with yourself. Have a great night. And remember, it's Mindful Monday. Be mindful that you are blessed and you are able and anything is possible. I'll see you soon.